0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Intuitive Catalyst podcast. I'm Leilani, your host, and today we are joined with the ever divine Myra Capri Herring. Myra is the founder and CEO of Capri Brand LLC, a personal branding company for women who want to project a more powerful image and presence. She started Capri Brand with an aim to help women polish their personal and professional brand through image consulting and personal development coaching. Myra is also the co-founder of Inspire Her Confidence Women's Leadership Conference, which provides women with a toolkit to remove barriers to their success and help them accelerate into their purpose with confidence. And when I think of Myra, I can't help but smile. She is genuinely one of those people who... Her gift is very clearly to remind you of who you are and what your potential is. So every time I connect with Maya, every time I have a conversation with her, every time I think about her she is this radiant, radiant light that is in our world. So I am so excited to have this conversation with her. We talk about what it means to be a people pleaser, what it means to be a truth teller, how to bring your life into spiritual alignment. Her story is so powerful in all of the ways that she has shed things that are no longer serving her and really stepping into this divine purpose that source that the universe has laid out for her. So I hope that you enjoy this so, so divine conversation with my soul sister and good friend, Myra Capri Herring. Myra, my beautiful sister, how are you today? Hi, Leilani.
1: I am well. I am well, and I mean that in the full... Sense of the word.
0: Mm, what does it mean know. for you to be well? What is that? What does that feel like? Um, it means that I am no
1: longer relying on my own strength. Mm. Um, I have been on this surrender journey for quite some time. And so, well means that um, emotionally, physically, spiritually, mm-hmm. I've surrendered. I feel mm. whole because I'm not relying on my own strength anymore. I have strength from God. And um, even though everything is not perfect in my own sense of of what perfect might feel like or look like in a physical form, I know that everything is working together for my good. So I'm well in that sense. Like I just, I've surrendered. I am feeling full and whole, um, even amidst challenges. Um, mm-hmm. And I I can't even tell you that things aren't perfect right now, but I, I still feel well.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Thank you. Well, oh. gosh, we saw you about a year ago, saw mm-hmm. you, heard you about mm-hmm. a year ago. I'm so glad to have you back on the podcast. Your episode, for those that are listening, the episode with Myra last year, on beauty. I had so many people reach out to me about that podcast specifically and how, I mean, the world that we live in is just, you know, we, we have to reckon with What beauty means and redefine it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so we have a lot. We had so much on that last time. And this time I'm just going to start with, you know, we'll probably get into beauty. We'll get into some other things, Mm -hmm. Um, but why don't you start with telling us a little bit about yourself, your path, your spiritual path, what is your big work and um, what role does your intuition play in that work?
1: Yeah. So, um, Beauty has been a journey for me. Um, It is still a journey. Um, I am refining, defining, redefining (laughs) uh, what it means. Um, But the big work that I have on this earth is to remind women specifically that that's who I'm called to work with um, about the beauty that they already possess and Beauty um, shows up in so many ways. It shows up in our life, in our relationships, in the career path we may choose, in um, passion. Um, I I use that term beauty to describe so many things, but ultimately, um, I just help women remember, and I help remind them of the beauty that they already possess. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've done work earlier in my career in just the physical beauty space. So that was makeup consulting, image consulting. Um, and as I did more self-work and invested more in myself, I realized that the inner beauty work was a space that I was being called to. And so that inner beauty work is really who you are, your passion, your purpose, your calling even, um, and how that shows up in the world. And when you, you know, are truly standing in that calling for your life, in that purpose, um, in your area of passion, beauty resonates naturally. It, it doesn't even require you to do anything. Um mm. are drawn to you. It is an energy of you, you know, um, drawing people into the space, the right people that are supposed to be, you know, in your space that you're supposed to be connected with, or, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a positive magnetic energy. Um, And, you know, no pun intended, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm.
0: Gosh, thank you for that. And the question that's coming through in this, just this very first piece is, how do you begin to create that like radiating magnetic beauty? What what does that look like for somebody who's just starting down this path? Oh man.
1: Um, So I would offer that. um, When I said you define, redefine, refine beauty, you know, I truly meant that, um, I believe it It already exists within us. Um, and so that creation, when you ask, how do you create it? That may be a part of the redefining of beauty, mm. but you already possess it. It's, it's something that's in you. It's innate in you from birth or even before birth. Um, you have and possess something that is just beautiful. Um, there's a natural light within you that, is is just beautiful and, and that beauty comes out of that comes out of you know what's naturally um already inside of you i think what happens is along the way somehow we tend to pick up things that maybe doesn't belong to us or maybe we pick up things and we carry them a little too long out, outside of the season we're supposed to carry them um and so now we're bogged down with all of these things that are heavy and are out of alignment with, with our light and our purpose. Um, and those things aren't beautiful. Those things don't carry this light, this natural light that, that you know, is, is, is beauty. And um, I think the, the redefining or the refining is a, a process of shedding, um, someone brought that word up. I think you even Leilani have mentioned that word mm-hmm. to me and it came up um, and has come up recently in my own journey that I was shedding. Like I realized I had been carrying things that I should not have been carrying. Um, and so I've, I've been and still am going through a shedding process so I can get back to my natural beauty, my natural being. Um, and it's it's a process of letting go of things that you should not be carrying, whether you may have been carrying them for a season, and they no longer serve you, or whether you should not have been carrying them at all. You know, that's really for you to decide. But you, the shedding process, the letting go of the surrendering of Gets you back to your natural essence, and that natural Mm -hmm. essence is beautiful. From birth, from creation, God made us in His image, and to me, God is beauty. So, if Mm -hmm. we're created in God's image, then we're beautiful. Um, We we just have to remember. We just have to remember.
0: That's so beautiful, sis. I yeah, and for those who are kind of newer to the podcast, m- I would say the majority of listeners believe in some higher power, so when we say mm-hmm. God, we also mean source, spirit, the universe there's mm-hmm. oh, as you talk about shutting what i'm what I'm being reconnected with and reminded with in this moment is the idea of of shedding i think sometimes people get confused that sometimes shedding means like shedding being human right especially those who are highly tapped in and intuitive we we tend to think like oh we gotta get out of this like human i I talk about this in my episode with cam a couple episodes again like this meat vessel like Mm. this meat vessel is so constricting and so constraining and so limiting but Mm. what i hear you saying is it's not necessarily shedding the things that make us human because to be human is to be divine. Like there is, Mm -hmm. there is something like inextricable about those two things existing together. Mm -hmm. But what I think I hear you saying is shedding the narratives, the conditioning, the stories, the, Mm -hmm. the parts of ourselves that we didn't necessarily Mm -hmm. choose from a pure state. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I felt really called to say that because I think in my journey and my, my beauty journey, even like, you know, when we talked a year ago, I feel like I was still an infant and feeling really beautiful and having that be a part of my narrative. And, and now as I've Kind of come into it's it's less about again like creating this sense of like oh I'm I'm beautiful whatever it's it's mm-hmm. been more about aligning with who I am on a soul level
1: uh, right I, I completely agree and I'm glad yeah. you used the word align yes so this year I came into 2022 and my prayer and my affirmations were truth and alignment and you know there's this. A cute phrase that people say, you know, be careful what you pray for, because you might just get it. And I did. I pray for truth and alignment in my entire life. And that alignment that you talk about is getting back to, again, your your natural essence, you know, who you are at your core. And when I started really tapping into my truth, being honest with myself, being honest about what I want in life, being honest about my career choices, being honest about relationships, being honest about, you know, the dark sides of me that, you know, I try to hide from the world, just being honest. And I I tapped into truth and alignment is like its first cousin, because alignment came immediately after. It was like, I could not, own my truth without things in my life aligning. And that alignment was really, I guess, um, caused the shedding. It caused me to let go of the things that no longer served me because I could not live in alignment if I was still carrying things that were out of alignment with my my purpose, with my essence, with who I am at my core. Um, I realized that, you know, the work that I'm doing, I really encourage women to stand in their truth. I encourage women to stand in their power. I encourage women to stand in their beauty. And there were parts of my own journey that I don't feel like was in alignment with what I was telling other women to do. And that's always going to be an ebb and flow in life. You're always going to have parts and times where, you know, you may go through dark periods or you might go through periods where you're not operating maybe at your highest potential. That's natural. Um, But when I felt it, I had to remind myself about, you know, who I truly was and who I wanted to be. That was that alignment. And that alignment came in a form of shedding, um, you know, I made a career choice very recently that I was going to leave a job I was at for almost six years that had given me so much opportunity. It had given me access. It had put me in a room that I would not have, you know, normally been able to be in. Um, it had given me a title. <laughs> um, and I thought those things were Going to fulfill me and provide, you know, long term happiness. And I felt completely drained at the end of every day because it was out of alignment with my purpose. Even though I had the title that I wanted for so long, an executive title, even though it was a prestigious organization of, you know, executives that I thought, you know, it would just make. My life better to have access to, even though all of these things. um, And the organization was great, and I actually truly enjoyed the time I was there, but I was drained. And at the end of the day, I wanted to feel different. I wanted to feel energized. I wanted to feel, you know, full um, because I, you know, was being poured into with purpose. And so I had to, I had to align and I made a choice to leave that career um, without anything lined up. Like I have in my mind.
0: In in true earth angel fashion. Yes. (laughs) Just (laughs) blow it all
1: up and (laughs) walk away from the flames. (laughs) And I am walking away. Um, I, in my mind, I've got, oh, these opportunities, you know, lined up. But in reality, there's nothing necessarily concrete. Like if someone were to ask me, and they do, um, you know, when I, when I tell them I'm leaving my job um, or, you know, making this decision, when they ask me, oh, my God, so what are you doing next? And I say, rest? It doesn't always mm. make sense. <laughs>
0: it doesn't always make sense. Yeah. But, like, what, what better to put after a job that has been so good to you and yet energetically misaligned
1: yeah, that's a-
0: energetically perfect. depleting, right. Perfect. Then mm-hmm. to have rest be what's next. Yeah. Even that question in and of itself, what's next is so rooted in our conditioning.
2: Mm.
0: Right. If you think
2: about, <laughs> yes. if
0: you think about like, the fact that we can't just shed mm. something that's misaligned, right? Yes. Just, just generally in our world, we have this mm. notion that something that we have to have some kind of safety or security on the other side of this very like source universe given decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, this. Mm-hmm. I know you, and we talked through this decision yeah. of yours. It was not, I mean, yes, you felt misaligned and the guidance didn't it came from source from god
1: absolutely
0: and absolutely. so even even having that type of authority
1: mm-hmm. to say
0: it's time for you to move on we still are we still get kind of like panicky i know i did when i left my corporate job and even just recently having transitioned from a very Secure consulting, you know, space to really living fully into my purpose. There's this, there's this itching, this like discomfort, right? Yeah, in, yeah. in the world that we're living in, that there's maybe not something next. And so, mm-hmm. the question that's been sitting on my heart as I'm hearing you recount your story, and thank you for sharing all of that, yeah. is I know there's somebody out there listening who is like, oh my gosh, she just described. My life, like this, is how I feel. I feel uncomfortable and perhaps depleted in my work or my marriage or whatever. What do you say? What do you say to that person who's like feeling frozen in what to do next?
1: Yeah, so I'll comment on the conditioning and then I'll tell you what I wanted to title this chapter of my life, and and hopefully that will help answer the question of what would I. Tell someone that's 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 sitting where where I was. Um, that conditioning led me to the job, and I didn't even realize it. But the conditioning um, pulled me away from a place of alignment. The conditioning made me think I had to have a good story to tell. So this job you know, checks all of these boxes and this story is beautiful and tells this great, you know, it's 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 fitting an image. Um I use the term beautiful and I and I almost cringe just now because (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't truly beautiful to my soul, but um it might look that way on the outside, this story that um I had conditioned myself to it was Perfect for all intents and purpose purposes. I, I call that
0: it's perfect on paper. It's perfect like on, on paper. That was my life it's a year and a half, two years ago. Was like it, this is perfect on paper, and inside we are falling apart,
1: mm-hmm, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was reaching burnout. I did reach burnout and didn't know it until I made the decision to leave. And then everything after that was like almost so hard to. It was a beautiful. Um, realization that it was time to leave, and and when I said it, I felt light. But to get to this place was actually hard because I had reached burnout and didn't realize it. So I'm at sitting at this place of burnout, and now I still have to give. And now people are asking me what's next, and I'm conditioned, and like so, all of these things are happening at once, and. I realized that um, this perfect on paper was a part of my conditioning. And when I just started being honest, like going back to that truth and alignment, when I just started being honest with people, that I I don't know what's next. <laughs> I'm gonna rest. I know that I'm being divinely called into this purpose. I know for me personally, I know my my space is really coaching women but it might look different. The how hasn't been fully revealed, but I could just be truthful and say, you know, I don't know. And that's okay. My conditioning in the past would have made it seem as if I needed a story to tell.
2: Mm.
1: And I just, I I, I shedded the conditioning that I needed a story to tell. And I also realized, and I promise I'll get back to the answer to your question when I was comfortable being completely honest and raw, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Other, it almost like released other people to be like, gosh, that's, that's brave, man. I wish I could do that. Or, mm. oh, man, I envy that. You know, like it, it was like a release, me being vulnerable and shedding that conditioning and just saying, you know, I'm going to figure it out. I know God. it's God led, it's spirit led. I'm trusting God, you know, other people could almost relax a little bit. Mm. They could relax a little bit. Yeah.
0: Isn't that funny how wound up we keep ourselves trying yeah. to fit into all yeah. of these little boxes we've, yeah. <laughs> we've all subscribed to? <laughs> it's who, who did this to us? Who
1: did this? <laughs> Why are we like this? <laughs> Why? Why? And Leilani, so it takes me to the next point, which is a great segue. If I were to title this chapter of my life, it would be remembering my soul's return to love. Mm. Remembering. And, and that's what I'm doing. I'm remembering at, at my core mm. who I am and my core who I am. That's where that beauty lies. And so if someone's struggling, if someone's listening to this and like, Oh my God, I'm feeling that, you know, this is what I'm going through. Remember, just remember, remember, cause it's in you, you know, we mm-hmm. forget that's all it is. It is a process of going through life and picking up so many things and carrying so many things that you think that now has become your identity that you forget who you are at your core
0: source has a question for both of us in this moment Mm -hmm. and the question to both of us is so who are you at your core
1: i am beauty Mm. i am beauty i could use that word interchangeably with i am love Mm. i am so i am a reflection of the almighty creator god and so that means so many things. Mm. Um, I was listening to maybe a podcast um, that reminded me of a scripture that, you know, God in the in the Bible says, who do you say I am? And it was so simple, but the, what I got out of it, and I don't even know if this is what the person was preaching about at the time, but they said that simple scripture, who do you say I am? And it reminded me that I interpret my relationship with god who god is to me is a reflection of who i am and so if i see god as love if i see god as beauty if i see god as the almighty creator provider all of these things i am that as well so you get to decide like you can decide who this you know higher power is to you and you're a reflection of that. You are made in that image, um, and uh, you know some people might subscribe to a different philosophy or ideology, which is fine. But for me, I'm made in God's image, so I am love. I am mm. beauty. I am a creator. Mm. I am all these things. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: I want to ask you, Leilani, what I know. do you say? I know. Source was asking yeah. me. Mm-hmm. You got to answer now. T- it feels vulnerable. I'm not sure mm-hmm. why. I think mm-hmm. it's because I'm in a space of transition. Mm-hmm. And really, I, I feel like at any given point, I could answer that question a million different ways. Like if you would have asked me last night, it would have sounded different if you would have asked me. 2 days ago it would have sounded different but in this moment I'm hearing I am joy. Ooh. Which is not typically what I would use. I love <laughs> to say who I am. Although I am I'm like what? sprightly and I've got like this fairy energy and I dance, my kid and I have dance parties every day when we come oh, home and so God. I do feel I am joy and I and I think it's also a remembering. <sighs> Don't you love right? that? But I I have. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What happens is so we're carrying so much stuff. Right. So to us, we don't see that we're joy. But again, Mm. you don't you never get rid of who you are at your core. You're just carrying so much. You can't see it anymore. That process of shedding allows you to see it. It allows you to remember. So at the core, yes, you are joy that will never go away. And I absolutely agree. You bring Mm -hmm. me so much joy every time I get to talk (laughs) with you and interact with you. Um, and it's, a, it's at the core of who you are. Other people experience joy around you. That's the energy you give off. Even when things aren't going maybe as planned or things don't feel joyful at your mm. core, it's there. It lives there. It doesn't go anywhere.
0: It makes me think of um, sometimes I think that joy and responsibility are mutually exclusive, Mm. Like you can't have a sense of, you know, I I think Mm. about who I am as the intuitive catalyst and there's just this like almost this heaviness that comes with that title of like, okay, it is, on me to awaken people to write these books to do this <laughs> podcast so people can like remember who they are and our collective can come out of this shadow this darkness that we've been navigating and there's this sense of like that heaviness that comes with mm-hmm. the mission right we mm-hmm. many of us as earth angels have have said yes to some mission to like make it better here. That's, that's yeah. why we're all here. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that I'm finally getting to a place where, and this is something that I say in my book, and this is something that was channeled from source from the universe was what is, I know that this mission is life and death. I know it is, mm-hmm. but what is life and death without joy? Mm-hmm. What is life and death without levity? What is life and death without love? <sighs> Right. So, it. so if we are so imbalanced and and I feel like I've been this in the, in the last year, I've been this heavily imbalanced place of like going through my shadow work, my trauma healing, which was absolutely necessary. Yeah. And I'm getting to a place now where it's like, okay, both of these things can exist at the same time. I can be joyful and the life of the party and, you know, my light fairy energy, sprightly energy, and also know that that, is needed in the mission that I, that I'm having. The the question that was coming through actually, as I was speaking about who I am is I was hearing source say, what's the role in joy in changing the world? Mm. Like how will joy change the world? Mm. And I think that this is it because if we approach our healing journeys, our shedding, our deconditioning, if we approach that from a lens of, and I get this, you know, spiritual guidance a lot from my guides is like, if we approach this with, this is supposed to be fun. Yes. This is supposed to be light. This is supposed to be joyful. Yes. Like how would that change our experience? It
1: would right? change everything. We would use different words. Like you use the term responsibility and yes, that feels heavy. What if we use the word opportunity? Mm. I have the opportunity to do this work. That's mm. better. I get you know? to do this work. I get to do this work. It is a calling that I get to do. I am chosen mm. to do this work. It's not a responsibility with the heaviness, you know, of the mm. word responsibility, but we can change the words we use. We, yeah, and exactly. that's a deconditioning too. You know, I know we both came from corporate and <laughs> <laughs> that in itself is a whole conditioning. And I not want to spend oh, yes. time on this podcast talking about it because I, it just might shift our whole energy, Leilani. But <laughs> uh, but it's a conditioning. It does. What's a conditioning? And again, I don't know who made these rules up and did this to us. But I, if I
0: find them. <laughs> We're gonna sprinkle them with love. (laughs) Enjoy. Good way to put it. Like that. There's that like meme, that SpongeBob meme. That's like with the glitter, with the person. You know what I mean? Like boom! Like you get to. Yes. I know you didn't ask for it, but here you go. Yes. Um,
1: And I might do some kicking of them under the table too, but I'm gonna sprinkle them with love. But yeah, (laughs) it's it's deconditioning from that place of I have this responsibility. I have to do this task. I you know. That's heavy. Oof,
0: mm-hmm. I don't like that. I don't like and I, th- I think a lot, I mean, I support a lot of earth angels, um, mm-hmm. you know, people that would identify as earth angels, which really, if this is the first time you're hearing the term, it, it, it can mean it's, it's similar to just any way that you identify. Like for me, what it means to be an earth angel is that I am a clear channel. I'm divinely led and I'm here on earth to help make things better. I'm a, I'm a helper. right? I'm helping humanity along. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what I see when I support earth angels one-on-one and really help them tap into their gifts and remembering who they are and all that, what what I see them do is get really heavy around their purpose. Like, I know that I'm here, there's something really important and I can't quite grasp it. What if instead of, and this is just flowing through me, So I know that this is coming from some spiritual guide.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: What if instead of being hard on ourselves because we feel purposeful, Mm -hmm. similar to what you just said, Myra, like what if we celebrated that Mm. what if we were able to like really like i sat in the sun this morning for like half an hour i I jogged by the water and then i sat Uh. in the sun and what if we just basked in and just the beauty Mm. and the joy that is i am here with this divine purpose and i get Mm -hmm. to help oh my god oh my god i I felt that in my whole body i did too
1: I just feel like the heavens rejoiced. Like it was like, Mm -hmm. yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. We made it difficult. Mm -hmm. We made it work. We made it feel heavy, like a responsibility. We did that. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: It's not supposed to be. That's when you go back to, you know, where's, you know, how do we incorporate joy or how does joy live in this? That's how it lives in it. Just being and Mm -hmm. letting the joy just take over. Cause it's there. It's that same <sighs> joy that's in you. It's there. Yes. It's remembering It's there and letting go of all these other things that we think we have to hold. We don't.
0: You know, the other thing that's coming forward in this moment is truth. So we, you've been talking about truth and alignment We're, we've been talking about joy and beauty, but there's also this like heaviness around speaking our truth mm-hmm. in a world where we've been conditioned To hide our whole selves. Right? Oh, Leilani. (laughs) Okay. What? (laughs) Something's coming through. Hit me with it,
1: sis. (laughs) Well, I've realized that people pleasing, which I was doing in my life, I thought it was love. People boof. Say that one more time. I thought people pleasing was love. I thought people pleasing was an act of love. Mm. It is the opposite, it is an act of fear. And fear and love can't coexist. Oh my God. It is an act of fear. And so, truth is not always as pleasant or, you know, maybe as Mm -hmm. I shouldn't even say it's pleasant. Yeah. Harmonizing as maybe people pleasing is Sometimes truth, you know, they say truth hurts or truth may sting a little or truth may cause you to have to change something about yourself. Mm -hmm. Truth may cause you to have to um, be honest with someone. Truth may do all of these things that may take you out of your comfort zone. And when I tell you, people pleasing was where I live. Like that was comfortable. I can, I can, I made a house. In your conditioning, in my conditioning, I, I bought a sofa, got a throw, got really cozy, fluffy pillows. <laughs> in the, in the people pleasing business, <laughs> I was at home.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: it's it so, so true. For Insane. me. To a place where it was so, it was so conditioned in me, I didn't even realize I was doing it, and mm-hmm. it was out of a place of fear. I don't want to disappoint. I don't want people not to like me. I don't want to upset someone. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want all of these things that I was afraid of. That's fear. And,
0: and at some point, the I don't want us turned into what do I want?
1: Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. And what is true, once I started, I tell somebody, once I started being truthful and I started, you know, speaking my truth. So that was a step and as a part of it, if anyone is really trying to find truth and shed some things that aren't real in their lives, it's going to cause you to use your voice.
0: Mm. you get to use your voice you get to use your voice
1: voice. (laughs) you get to you have the opportunity to use your voice and you get to be
0: seen that's what i'm hearing you get to be Uh seen
1: get to be seen use your voice yes speak your truth and it's not out of harmfulness it's not malicious it's not you know to cause harm but it's to free you Mm. it is to free you and bring you back into alignment and so that's what I've been doing and people pleasing could no longer live in me. No. That I had to decondition from people pleasing. And 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 that meant that the people maybe I was holding in my life relationships I was holding in my life were no longer serving me. And yes, I did potentially frustrate some people or upset some people and they, those relationships may no longer exist in my life. But then I learned they weren't supposed to, I was carrying them longer than the season should have allowed. Mm -hmm. And they were no longer supposed to be in my life. I was carrying extra weight. And so all of those things started aligning. All of these things are now in alignment because I was honest. I spoke
0: my truth and I feel lighter. I feel so much. <sighs> I have so much burning through me right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, where do I start? Well, first of all, what I heard come through as you were talking is people pleasing and truth telling cannot coexist. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, how about that? It's so just true. let that
0: sink in. It's that was so divinely.
1: It's plopped so right. True, because people pleasing, I think. Maybe I thought that I couldn't please people if I told the truth, like it always has to hurt people. That's not true. People, you know, will go through their process and you allow them to go through their process. It might make a relationship stronger.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It might heal something. Your truth might, you know, set you free. Um, It doesn't always have to be bad. So, Me thinking that people pleasing based in fear was the only way to have good relationship. It's not true. That relationship
0: is superficial. It's not based in truth. Um, And the divine truth that's coming through right now is truth telling. Basically all that it will really do is bring whatever is true to the Mm -hmm. surface. So the, the Mm -hmm. relationships that are not meant for you that are out of alignment from what source Mm -hmm. would intend for you. Yes. Truth telling will create some distance or dissonance or some kind of rift or, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and the, the relationships that are divinely ordained for you in this season. Truth telling will only bring them closer.
1: Yes. It will only strengthen
0: those relationships. And so truth telling Mm -hmm. can also be, a tool for you to understand where you're being divinely magnetized and where I you're am. being divinely like pulled away. Right. Yes. It opens up
1: space for what's supposed to be in your life. Can you imagine carrying all that weight all that time because you're people pleasing, you're, living your life out of fear. You're not in alignment. You're heavy. You're drained. Can you imagine just carrying that and never, ever getting a chance to see what alignment would feel like and what lightness and levity feel like Mm. and what relationships that are rich and fulfilling feel like? Like I no longer wanted that. I wanted Mm. to feel those things. I wanted to feel rich deep relationships and connections. I wanted to feel, you know, lighthearted and levity. I wanted to feel what alignment felt like with my career and job. And because I was carrying all these things that didn't allow that, I didn't get to live that life. And now, and I've only gotten, God has told me, I've only gotten a glimpse. I've only gotten a glimpse of what is in store and it's already beautiful.
2: It's already beautiful.
1: So imagine if you just let go of fear and really open up yourself to truth. And, and you know it. Like if a question, if someone's asking, well, how do I know my truth? I, I just, again, would say, remember, mm. it's in you. Trust your intuition. It's in you. Just remember. That's how you know your truth. Remember.
0: Uh, And for those of us who, I feel like I'm very motivated by, I mean, I'm a two Enneagram two, which is like the helper. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my orientation is how, how am I supporting or not supporting other people? So that's kind of like the frame with which I navigate this experience, this, this Mm -hmm. human experience of mine. And so to those folks who are similar to me, because I think it can be really scary to stand in my sovereignty, in my sovereign being and say, this is what I want. And it's not saying like, fuck it all. It's not saying like, screw all the rest of you. Um, Because in this moment, what source is reminding me is those of us who are earth angels sometimes have to be the first truth tellers. Mm, And that's some. (laughs) <laughs> sometimes we have to be the first yes. to, because alignment is the goal, like divine alignment. That's, that's, that's why we're here. That's what we're, that's mm. what we're here to do and to facilitate. And so sometimes what that means is that we have to be the first and I have goosebumps all mm. throughout my body as I'm saying this. Mm. And so imagine for me in my story, imagine if I had never told my ex-husband that I wasn't happy and that I needed to leave.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And what's interesting about that is he actually didn't want a divorce at mm-hmm. first. He was just, he didn't want to separate. He didn't want all, he wanted to kind of like charge through it, like yes. teeth and like keep going to counseling and doing the things. And I was again, divinely led to this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not working. Mm-hmm. Two months later, he was like, you're right. You were right. Mm-hmm. You were right. And thank, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he said that you, maybe I'm making that part up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. i
0: so gracious of you to recognize what I can recognize. But I mean, but I think the message that's coming through is it's so easy for us to get wrapped up in our fear about being the first truth teller mm. right? in any situation, in any yeah. relationship. Yeah. And yet, not only are we bringing our lives into divine alignment by being the first truth teller and not being fearless because being an earth angel is not being about being fearless. It's about being brave through the fear.
1: Absolutely. Well said.
0: And so being the first truth teller brings my life into divine alignment. And then by consequence brings others into their own alignment as well, whether it's, it's like yeah. this tiny yeah. shift or it's a huge shift in our case, which was like, My ex being like, we are really good co-parents. We are amazing co-parents and that is supposed to be our relationship.
1: Wow. Right. Yes.
0: So, so really for someone like me, that's, that's my orientation is, is how am I in relationship to others by speaking my truth? I'm not only bringing my life into divine alignment. I'm also nudging others into their own alignment as well because, because I'm, I'm calling out the lie.
1: Brilliant! It's true. You were freeing others to be just as brave, and sometimes—and that's a, you know another term for angel, um, earth angels—is light worker. Sometimes you mm-hmm. have to be the light. You have to be the light. Like, come this way. This is you know this is safe. It's okay. You know, here's my testimony. I've done it. <laughs> you know, yes. and, and you have to sometimes be the first to be the example that it's okay you know, that we're, we're spiritually protected, we're being guided, you know, and, and that alignment is, is where beauty lives. Like it is just, it's just an amazing space to be in. It's an amazing space to be in. And, and, you know, the, the, I like how you termed or phrased it that you still have the fear, but it's the courage through the fear. You Mm. still move through you know, courageously, even if the fear's there.
0: As somebody who so many people and it's gotten cringy at this point, like how many people look read my story, read my book, listen to my <laughs> podcast, listen to my stories, and they're like, You're so brave. Like yeah. you're so brave. I've gotten to a point where feeling fear has started to feel shameful, mm. to feel afraid, right? Mm-hmm. And so what would it take for your fear to coexist with your truth telling with the ways that you are choosing differently from the conditioning, right? What, what would it look like for you to be fearful and joyful at the same time? Mm. Right. It's, it's such, it's so expansive. Like it may it mm. literally like expands our brain mm-hmm. to be able to hold two contradicting emotions at the same time. So yeah. it's not about like, saying screw the fear because that that also that used to be my mo too is like I'm afraid I'm just gonna like plow through it and not really notice it but how can you Mm -hmm. instead see the fear as just another part of this experience another part of the lesson another another part of our lives that are out that is out of alignment.
1: Yeah right acknowledge it you acknowledge acknowledge it it.
0: sit with it what does it look like for you to to savor the time with your fear as a messenger. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right.
1: Yeah. And reminds you that you're alive. And and that you're human and those emotions are normal and it's okay. It should not be an indicator that, oh my gosh, something's wrong or I'm doing something wrong or, you know, none of that. Mm -hmm. It is normal. It's a natural feeling, but yes, it can coexist That, that duality can exist. And you can still Plow through it. You can still, you know, have courage through it. And I think that's a great reminder.
0: And I think that for me, where the shame comes in is for me, I almost like have conflated fear with like not trusting source. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's where mine comes in. Uh, Most of my shame yeah. is around like my relationship to not trusting the universe or not trusting my path or whatever. When it's like, I am. A warrior on my path. Oh, right. And so, such,
1: yeah, that's a mature, and, I would call that a very mature relationship.
0: <laughs> and, I love it. And honestly, what's coming to mind is uh, another of our soul sisters, Anika Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, who, and I believe this was even a channeled word is, I see the fear I'm afraid. And yet I'm still trusting you source. Yes, I'm still trusting you. The universe right it's like I can I can navigate this fear and and embody it because you know as earth angels many of us are how do I say this I sometimes I kind of resent my humanness because I it's almost like because the more I remember about who I am in my divinity the more I remember that like that perfect experience of being like a divine being.
1: Yeah. And so it's
0: easy for me to like resent my humanness, but the fear again, like you said, reminds us that we're human. Yeah. And when I've asked, when I've asked the universe, Mm. when I've asked source, when I've asked God, why, (laughs) why am I here in this? So like limited and constraining human body. Like, why did I choose this? Why am I here? And source always comes back to you wanted the lessons yeah Mm. we in our divinity we chose to be here
2: yeah we
0: chose to be in these meat sacks (laughs) that have feelings and fears and and that have like this ancient part of our brain that, that tells us fight or flight and we chose this yeah and there are lessons here and so what would it take for you all who are listening to love every part of this experience because this is the lesson. This okay. is the lesson. These are the lessons that we chose in this season. These are the people that we chose in this mm-hmm. season. What could it look like for us to savor this moment and know that although we are divine beings in these meat sacks, yeah. we get to savor it. We get, we get, get to, to feel. savor it.
1: I I even heard when you said fear is a human condition, I heard that's the language of humans. God doesn't even understand that language. God speaks trust. God speaks Mm -hmm. faith. God speaks love. So that's the language, you know, when you're connected in the spirit and you're hearing and you're connected in relationship with, with God or your higher being, Mm -hmm. that is the, that is the language that connects you, um, And it's, again, saying it's not saying that fear won't exist and you're not doing anything wrong if you feel fear. It is a human condition. It's actually something that we as humans experience. We can't translate that in our relationship to the spirit. So when we feel it, acknowledge it, but trust through it, like, you know, you're referencing Anika saying that, that trusting through it, the courage through it is then connecting you closer to your spiritual Mm -hmm. Who you are as spirit. That's the language.
0: It reminds me of the very first time I had like a truly out of body connection to spirit. Mm. And I was, it was about, it was probably close to 10 years ago at this point. I, I reference it in my book. It's a, a chapter called Nirvana.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: it was the first time where source in, in in my adult life, I probably experienced something as a child, but in my adult life, it was the first time that I actually felt what it felt like to be like in divinity again. And there was, I, that's, that chapter Nirvana is, is me. Like I, I came to after that out of body and I just started scribing because that's who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a scribe. I'm a messenger. Mm-hmm. And I started scribing and it was like, there's no fear. There's no anxiety. I had heart palpitations up to that point in my life from, from anxiety. They just dissipated completely. Oh I've never had a single God. one since
2: oh like this,
0: this fearful, Condition And there's so much fear in mm-hmm. our world. It's why mm-hmm. we're seeing all of the violence that we're seeing. It's why we're seeing all of the historically marginalized communities suffering. Oh it's gosh. fear is the root. And it's a of, spirit.
1: It's it a totally spirit is. of fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's a spirit of fear that is highly contagious
1: Mm.
0: right Mm. and so when we think about who we are in our divinity and we really connect with that like the only thing i could feel and i'm being transported back there right now the only thing i could fear feel fear Mm -hmm. the only thing i could feel was this deeply peaceful Mm. joyful there's some sorrow sorrow is absolutely divine but there is no fear And so what could it look like for you to embrace your fear as a part of your human experience that does not define who you truly are in your divinity?
1: Right. That's good. That is good. I I feel the spirit. I know. (laughs) That's why this work is so important. (laughs) That's why this work is so important. Right now like i say you know i came to the conclusion i needed a year of truth and alignment but the reality is the spirit knew and nudged me and it wasn't a very assertive nudge that i was i was sitting in a place of misalignment a little too long and there's work that needs to be done and i cannot hesitate and it is urgent Mm -hmm. and i needed to step into this space because people's lives are at stake you said it's a matter of of life Mm -hmm. and death it is it's people's life it's The spirit is, you know, quenching because there's, like you said, a lot of fear out there and only light drives away fear. So we got to get these light workers to work like we are being called to work. We we have the opportunity Mm. to do this work right now. It is Mm. right. It is a right now work. It is a right now work.
0: So the question that's coming through for the listeners is what are you doing to step into your light? What are you doing today (laughs) to step into your light?
1: I am, I am doing a few things. Um, There the first thing, I, you know, truthfully was just being able to walk away from my career and saying, I'm going to rest. Um, the second thing is I'm going to rest. And that rest is a time of reflection. It's a time of being a visionary. It's a time of um, listening and being still. Um, God said, you're, you're going to get to create, you're going to get to do and all these, but yes. my rest period is going to be a place of just being.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it might not sound like that's productive. Like your question is like, what am I doing to, you know, spread my life? It is going to be, guys already told me after this rest period, is going to be an acceleration of the work same. that I have to do.
0: And I got the so, same message for me. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Where yes. we're, we're, It's an alignment. It's an Happening. alignment. Yes, I think for me, what I'm choosing, and again, I I encourage every listener, um, it's 143 here, which the angel number is I love you and source loves you. you. Um, I would encourage every listener to to ponder that or journal on that. What is one thing you're doing today to step into your light? Mm. And for me, honestly, it's my biggest hurdle sometimes is just. Being in the future Mm
2: -hmm. because I'm a visionary, I'm a Mm -hmm.
0: prophet, quote unquote, prophet. Like, I see things before they come to be. And so, for me today, stepping into my light looks like being present. I'm actually going to pick up my kid here in about 20 minutes because we're going to go have fun and go to the movies together. And (laughs) you know, so for me, it's about joy again. I am joy and I get to just Uh, be joyful. And this mission gets to feel joyful.
1: Even if you experience sorrow, you are still joy.
0: Uh, All of it can exist all at once and it's meant to. Yes. Okay. So gosh, thank you for this. The last question that I ask everyone, what's your bumper sticker? It's probably different from last time. What would you tell everybody to do if you could?
1: (laughs) It's simply right now. Remember. Mm
0: -hmm. It is. Remember.
1: Just remember. Nothing else. Like not remember who you are, remember what you it's remember because it's gonna mean something different for everyone that mm. hears this. But you know, you mm. know, remember.
0: <laughs> See, like remember, Colin, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we like that better. Yeah, it's kind well, of like what God we say. That is yes. what it is. The yeah, source, source is sassy. Yeah, very
1: sassy. <laughs> Remember, you know. With oh,
0: my gosh. Well, tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Where are you at? Social media? Where are you Sus?
1: Yeah, so first of all, thank you, Leilani. Always, always, mm-hmm. always for this space that you create. You create a beautiful space. Um, and it just, I can let myself be a vessel and drop all of my barriers and all of the things that you know I put up, and uh, I just feel light. So thank you for mm. space. Thank uh, you
0: for being a vessel, such mm-hmm. a clear vessel for source for the universe for God's words. You are so amazing and beautiful. Thank oh, you. Thank you.
1: I am at Capri Brand C A P R I B R A N D um, Twitter Instagram facebook it's just my name myra herring h-e-r-r-i-n-g um i am mostly on instagram my social media presence is pretty focused right now so um Mm. how you reach me
0: Thank you so much. And all of that will be in the show notes. If you want to work with Myra, I highly encourage you to work with her. And yeah, thank you again so much for being here. Thank you for the light that you bring to our world, to my life. You're so important to me. Thank you for being here.
1: I feel the same about you and you're very welcome. I love you. I appreciate this opportunity and can't wait to talk soon at some point.
0: Thank you. Oh, friends, thank you so much for being here for this conversation with my dear friend, Myra. Gosh, there were so many nuggets as I think back on the episode and what some of my favorite takeaways are. I mean, I just think it's this notion that we know who we are. We are simply remembering. So as I'm just embodying the energy of this beautiful conversation, the question that's coming through is, who are you? Who are you meant to be in this world? Whether that is you are joy, you are love, you are wisdom, divine purpose. Who are you? And how can you begin to be still and sit with that knowing of who you are deeply on a soul level? And how can you begin to, to speak your truth and choose courage to live a life of divine alignment, the ways that you were meant to live this life. So again, thank you so much for being here. If you want to connect with Myra, all of her information is in the show notes. If you want to connect with me, my information is in the show notes as well. But for now, be still my friends and live into your impact. I'm so grateful you're here and I'll talk to you soon.